Hello, and welcome to the National Provisioner Podcast. I'm Valerie King, Multimedia Editor with the National Provisioner. And today, I'm joined by Heidi Diestel, fourth-generation family farmer with Diestel. Thanks for being here, Heidi. Oh, thank you so much for having me. The Diestel Family Ranch, founded in 1949 and located in Sonora, California, raises and offers turkey products. They recently introduced a new organic turkey gravy for Thanksgiving, which is our topic of discussion today. Heidi, before we dive into your new gravy, can you provide a brief overview of the products Diesel specializes in? Yeah, definitely. Uh, We um, do everything with turkey. So we own, operate, raise um, the birds, and then we make, you know, anything from deli meats, ground turkey, turkey sausage, burgers, anything you can imagine to that holiday, you know, Thanksgiving table centerpiece. So where does gravy fit within your overall product portfolio? Have you done gravy before? And if so, how much of your offering does, does that account for? No, we've never, we've never done gravy. We haven't ventured that far into the, into the woods of the holiday meal, but we've decided to, we're really excited about it. Um, You know, for us, you know, becoming kind of more of a solutions focused, especially around the holidays, gravy is just the last thing that anyone really wants to do. And, you know, we have this really delicious family recipe that uses um, a bone broth. It's exceptional. And we just thought, you know, we need to, bottle this up and sell it alongside our birds and um, offer that kind of convenient solution for our, for our shoppers who, you know, love diesel. So can you talk about the impetus for this new organic holiday turkey gravy? Is there anything more you'd like to add to the why behind it and the why now? Yeah, I mean, you know, gravy is just one of those things that we have been on the sidelines of and we've watched for so many years that category, you know, players kind of come and go. And it was always um, just kind of lacking in flavor and quality. And, you know, we just for a long time, the family had felt like, man, if there was one thing outside of the Thanksgiving turkey that we would do, what would that be? And gravy just kind of kept coming up. And so a couple years ago, actually, um, we were sitting around a dinner table and we just said, you know, I think we need to do it. I think this is the year. Let's figure out how to, you know, create a Tetra Pak organic gravy. We need, we, you know, we had quality standards. We wanted it to be made with, you know, a bone broth, which was a feat in itself. And so it's been a long time coming and we're thrilled to bring it to market. It's a brand new venture for us, of course, into a different area of the grocery store. So that's been really fun to learn, but, you know, I think it's really just creating that ease and, you know, knowing that you can get your turkey, you can get your gravy, and it can just be so much, you know, of a simple meal solution at that really busy time of year. It sounds all natural to me, speaking of natural, about the bone broth. um, What impact does the incorporation of bone broth have on the taste, texture, and Uh, quality of the gravy? Yeah, it's, this is this is a key point of differentiation. Most gravies, you know, are made with a bouillon cube, if you will, and water. And the bone broth itself gives such um, a, such delicious like richness and flavor and earthiness, if you will. And you know, nutrient speaking, it actually contributes an entire gram of protein, which you will not see in any other gravy. Um, because you're, you know, you're starting with that bone broth. It's just exceptional. 
aside from the bone broth, what notable ingredients does the turkey gravy include and doesn't it perhaps include? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to find, um, you know, fillers. You're not going to find, um, you know, any inorganic or, you know, preservative filled ingredients. It's all natural certified organic. Um, we did, we did opt to stick with a classic roux. So for those, you know, gravy or, you know, soup makers out there, we wanted to have, um, kind of some, you know, delicious, um, consistency. So in, in kind of the same tone as the bone broth, um, we, we then blended that with a classic roux, which is, you know, butter and flour, and that really helps bring everything together. So in light that we aren't using any fillers or inorganic, you know, kind of ingredients, the roux really helps to bring that texture to the gravy that is, you know, really paramount to have a nice, you know, mouthfeel on the gravy. Uh, digging deeper into the into the gravy, can you speak to the convenience factor, in, including the ease of prep? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a Tetra Pak gravy, so it's shelf stable. So that in itself is just so wonderful. You don't have to worry about storing it. Um, you know, it's it's um, not something that, you know, you have to keep frozen or keep fresh. So it has a really fantastic shelf life. But at the same regard, the the reheat process is, you know, so, so simple, right? You're just going to pour it out of the carton um, and, you know, reheat it on your stovetop or even in your microwave, if that's more convenient. And it's just kind of like a slow simmer until it's nice and warm. Um, we did provide some instructions on the back of the package that just, you know, kind of make it extra special if you want to add a little bit more butter, maybe some fresh cracked pepper, a little bit of sage, just kind of a few more notes that the Distel family wanted to pass along since it is our recipe. Um, but it's just so seamless and simple. And I think, you know, Honestly, you know, we created this product for your Thanksgiving meal just to make it super simple to have um, gravy next to your, you know, your turkey and have it taste just exceptional. And trust us, not any gravy will do for our bird, right? I mean, this is this is a situation. But um, you know, it's kind of one of those things that since we've been sampling it and tasting it, we've been putting it across all sorts of recipes. So, you know, who knows what the future of this gravy holds, but it's great in just like soups or over even, you know, roasted veggies. It's so tasty. Considering this is meant for Thanksgiving, when and where will the gravy be made available? Yeah, so we're just launching it this year. So it's going to be available definitely direct from our website. So you can find it easily there. And then it's also going to be available pretty much right now in the Western um, United States in your natural and specialty grocery stores. So, um, you know, you'll be able to find it. We're hoping it definitely, you know, ends up living next to or close to the holiday birds in your meat department, but you'll definitely be able to find it kind of in the grocery area with the rest of the soups and stocks. Very good. And to be sure, is it available already or is there, or is it to come? It is to come. So it's launching in just a couple of months. Um, yeah, you'll probably start seeing it trickle out um, in September. It will definitely be available mid-September on our website. Thank you. Now the bone broth in your gravy comes from your own turkeys, which mm -hmm. are touted as thoughtfully raised. Yes. So what does thoughtfully raised mean for you? Yeah, you know, thoughtfully raised for, for us and for our family really 
it, it talks about kind of the more holistic nature in which we farm. So, you know, breed, feed, and time. These are three pillars, kind of three cornerstones of what it means um, for thoughtfully raised. But, you know, raising these birds um, with a wholesome environment, you know, freshly milled vegetarian feed, um, just really giving the turkeys time to grow naturally and slowly, developing that taste and texture. Um, you know, it's really important. I mean, you just, you can't skimp on time, right? I mean, that's just part of, that's just part of the recipe that makes these birds so delicious and you can taste it. I mean, there's a reason that folks, you know, say it's not a diesel turkey or it's not a diesel turkey. It's not Thanksgiving without a diesel turkey. You know, this is kind of paramount to, um, you know, it, it really pays homage to the way that those birds were thoughtfully raised. And so, you know, um, a lot of the birds are gap separated, which is, you know, global animal partnership, a third party animal welfare um, separating. We have, you know, step one all the way to step five, which is a pasture raised bird. Um, and, you know, that is a phenomenal um, way for, you know, consumers to kind of, again, understand at a more, you know, at a more, uh, ornate level, all of the, the ways that the birds are raised, but we just felt like introducing and talking about what is thoughtful, what we feel is really thoughtful, um, just kind of went above and beyond because we do so much that's different here at Diestel. So we just wanted to really highlight that. So what would you say are the benefits and the challenges associated with your approach to raising turkeys so carefully? Hmm. Yeah, the benefits and the challenges. The challenges is that <laughs> there, uh, there are no shortcuts. Those, that's the challenge, right? Um, it costs more to raise the turkeys the way that um, we raise them. And therefore, you know, we charge more. So we definitely are not the, you know, cheapest bird on the menu, but that's okay with us. That's intentional. Um, the benefits, oh, they so outweigh the challenges though. I mean, we're talking like, you know, nutrient dense, really good quality food, you know, you know, higher protein, lower sodium, like in our further processed, you know, products just, yeah, we are advancing the art of independent family owned and operated farming. And that is a benefit that is going to last us generations. Um, so Lots of challenges, but I think, you know, lots of benefits. We probably, you know, well, I know I'm proof of it. We wouldn't really have it any other way. Speaking of family owned, I understand mm -hmm. the Diesel family ranch is one of a few small family owned and operated ranches left in the country. So what has kept you from going bigger and corporate, so to speak, all of these years? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting because within the scope of our industry, we're, we're small, right? Um, but within the scope, I think of the shopper, the consumer, you know, I think that they would feel that we're sizable. Um, but for us, you know, we just, it's never been our family's mission to be everywhere. We want to produce the best quality, the best tasting, the most nutrient dense food possible. And you know, that's not for everyone. And so, you know, we've really made a commitment to ourselves and to our team that, you know, we want to continue to grow. We definitely do. In nature, you either grow or you die. That's, you know, just the cycle of life. So growing is definitely, you know, in the mix, but 
we want to do it really thoughtfully and we want to make sure that we partner with retailers and shoppers and consumers that want to know where their food comes from that wants to make the investment in the future of tomorrow so for us it's just been a conscious choice to be you know very thoughtful in the way that we grow and do it um do it in a way that we can feel proud about and putting out products that we really enjoy um, we would feed to our own families. We think adds value where there isn't any being had. Very good. Now, last, can you talk about the work Distill is doing to advance the art of independent farming beyond yourselves for everyone? Yeah, totally. So this is, um, you know, kind of a mission that's near and dear to all of our hearts. But yeah, so we do it in a couple of ways. So one, we, you know, we started with one farm my parents started with one farm and, you know, we've grown over the years, like I've talked about adding more, you know, farms as we go. Um, but one of the things we, we recognized is that being in California, we needed to diversify where some of our farms were located. And so we actually, you know, my brother, Jason reached out and over time, we've really developed strategic relationships with partner farmers, which has been such a blessing. Um, all, a lot of those farms are family run as well. And so, you know, we have these great relationships where, you know, we get to work with their next generation coming into farming and, um, you know, under the diesel banner really have more family owned family run farms kind of staying in agriculture and really trying to recruit that youth to come and, um, and farm and do it the right way. So that's one way that we are doing that. And then the second way is actually through our composting program. So out of all of our organic waste here, uh, we create a high quality humus compost. We take that compost and we have started probably over half a dozen school gardens. We constantly host um, and, and work with school gardens in our local communities to really talk about farming, you know, CSA farmers getting involved in our local communities and really helping the next generation connect with where their food comes from, find an interest in farming. And, you know, whether that be in veggies or, you know, raising turkeys, we just, we want people to know where their food's coming from. And we want the next generation to identify that, you know, it's, it's really mission critical that they source their food thoughtfully and that they think about where their food comes from. Um, and so for us, that's definitely advancing the art of, of farming, if you will. Very good. I think that's a perfect note to end on. Thank you for your time and insight, Heidi. Yeah, thank you. You can learn more at distillturkey.com. And for more meat and poultry industry insights, visit our website, provisioneronline.com. You'll also find more episodes of the show there or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search The National Provisioner and hit subscribe. Until next time, this has been The National Provisioner Podcast. Thanks for listening.